Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. I'm your host, Deb Goldberg, and it brings me great pleasure to be here with you today. And it's an honor to serve you in the highest way that I can by bringing messages of divine love and blessings for your life. You are dearly loved, cherished, and blessed. We have a great show for you tonight called Deliciously Divine and Human Ascension Symptoms. And I'm so excited because I get to share uh, this show tonight with the founder of Angel Heart Radio, Anaya Joy Holili. Um, our show tonight is about ascension symptomology, and we want to help you understand what that is. Um, it is also time is about helping us breaking ties with the past, and Anaya has been receiving beautiful messages from the angels on how to care for ourselves at this time and cope with life during the transition, which, again, is angellight777.com. And uh, she has so far five different parts to it of what is the ascension of breaking ties with the past. Um, And it looks like she is back on. So let's see. How's that? Yay. Okay. I was just telling them about your five series that you've been writing with all the information you've been channeling from the angels about these ascension symptoms. Yeah, it's been very intense, actually. Um, The information that's coming through is so beautiful, and they're taking me on such a deep personal journey as well as when when I'm channeling from the angels. Um, for anyone who does who channels themselves, and I know you do, Deb. You kind of got, well. I go into an altered state of reality in in a lot of ways. My senses are really heightened, and things that I normally experience around me tend to drop away. And at the moment, we're writing about uh, breaking ties with the past. And some days, it's like this steam train is trying to get out of my fingers onto the keyboard to get the information out faster than I can type. Um, Wow. And it's a really beautiful experience for me because it's actually showing me as well in my own personal life the places where I'm very inflexible at the moment. And so it's really good for me, Deb, because it's helping me to come to a deeper understanding, acceptance, and then a wisdom around that, which is helping me to move forward. Mm. That's amazing. And I I feel like I'm right here with you because I have had the last two months feeling like I am being moved energetically to surrender more let go of things, to let go of control, and it has been uh, an interesting 
still in between myself and inside myself between my higher self and my ego, my will, not wanting to let yeah. go and um, things that I need to like patterns and behaviors and things that I would do before that need to leave me because it's in the way of uh, me coming into who more of who I am. So this is uh, this is how I'm understanding what you're talking about. Is, is that's what I'm uh, relaying it to my own life. Yeah, and it's been uncomfortable. You know, it is uncomfortable, isn't it? And there is so much going on all at the same time. So you know, for, it, it, can, it can have different um, manifestations for different people. But generally speaking, the things I'm noticing and hearing other people talk about are things like these headaches these feelings of being completely overwhelmed, um, mm-hmm. feelings of, the, of our energy levels being so depleted at times and just mm-hmm. out of the blue, just one day you wake up and go, I have, feel like I haven't been asleep all night long. Um, vertigo is another thing people are experiencing. Um, I mm-hmm. experienced that myself. I'd never experienced it in my life and I was on the floor. It was the only place I could go. Um, mm-hmm. for about an hour and a half one night and it was awful um, mm-hmm. and it took me a while actually to understand oh hang on this is actually using vertigo this, I'm a, this is part of my ascension system uh, symptoms and the vertigo is the physical manifestation that my body is expressing as I'm going through this particular upgrade mm. and, um, and that's amazing yeah. that, that's amazing because you know the last month and a half I've had vertigo and um, sciatic symptoms and it has been uh, it has been it's become better the vertigo it's only positional now and I kept thinking about why why I'm feeling this way and uh, I realized that it was also all of the tension that I was feeling within myself of going through that surrendering battle mm-hmm. within myself I think it, um, it it just manifested. This is what I've been going on on the inside, and now I'm having this vertigo to show me all the tension that I've had with inside myself that it was overwhelming. And mm. talk, yeah, so talk some more about um, how how things are manifesting in us for this upgrade that you're calling an upgrade, a upgrade in vibration. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we all know if we're going to upgrade, you know, our kitchen or our bathroom or whatever, all the old often gets just pulled out. And mm-hmm. it, it makes a mess. Everything looks like it's never going to come back together again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if we're going to, you know, re-sand our floors or whatever, everything's got to leave the room. And it's no different for us. One of the things the angels have been speaking to me about is our level of expectation and what that is doing to us as we're going through this process. They're saying, okay. you know, we have these expectations that, you know, look, I'm really spiritual or I've been doing this work for a long time, so why do I feel on top of the world one minute and then absolutely so down the next? Why mm-hmm. do I find that I'm, you know, feeling very peaceful at one stage and that at another time all these thoughts are just running through my head, worrying um, feeling like I'm not 
I'm not doing a good enough job or I can see someone's got their hand up, which is exciting. Yeah. I'm um, mm-hmm. feeling like maybe I'm not doing enough. Now, those levels of expectations are actually clogging up our system, our physical systems as well as our spiritual systems. And they show it to me like a drain. Everything we put down the drain in our sink or our bathroom, we know, <laughs> don't we, that it, we have to keep it clear and clean and running fresh by paying a little bit of attention to it. Mm-hmm. And as we're releasing, um, especially breaking ties with the past, now... There are five parts up so far and there are more coming on angellight777.com. Especially as we're breaking ties with the past, we feel like we've got to physically go out there and do something about it. And they're showing us through this guidance that it's actually all internal work and we have to be very aware and gentle and good to ourselves because Mm -hmm. we are... We are so powerful and so strong. It's like, you know when you see a tree or a brand new shoot that's come off a plant? It's flexible <laughs> and it grows in its, its own divine perfection. Well, we mm-hmm. are exactly like that, yet we feel like we've got to prune ourselves and stake ourselves, you know, to make ourselves grow in a certain direction. And so we have to let that go now. We have to be Mm -hmm. willing to release that. That is an old paradigm way of viewing ourselves and of living in the world. It's a big job to let it go, but it's essential. Oh, I I think you're definitely right, and I'll add to that. Um, But I want to take this caller. Um, The number that starts with 862, I'm going to open your mic, and welcome to the show. This is Deb. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Deb. This is Jacqueline. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Kind of busy, but I'm trying to slow it down a bit. I'm trying to take better care of myself. And what I've been finding out is that I have to fight to take care of myself, fight other people not to depend on me. And I don't know if it's something that I'm putting out or if it's just my energy. I I tend to, um, I, I am very empathic, and it took me a long time to really acknowledge that. I had to learn exactly what it was. But I've been okay. dealing with circumstances that, um, you know, I just, it's not that I don't want to help, but I, I don't want to enable anybody anymore, including mm-hmm. total strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, I think that uh, I find it a fight as well within myself to take the time to take care of myself because the uh, human side of me and the ego side of me wants to perform and work and do all of these other things that are all about doing, uh, helping other people, and not taking the time for myself. So that is a constant battle. It's almost like uh, part of me is in rebellion to actually give myself the time. I don't know that if that's what you're going through, but it is about setting I want to give myself the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just get the and sense then, that, you know, some people like to just take advantage, and the only way you get them to stop taking advantage, you pretty much either have to get angry or you just have to correct them. And usually when you correct people for things that they're doing wrong, 
they get angrier instead of just trying to make the correction. That's true, and we are supposed to get better at it's okay if somebody gets upset with us um, as long as we're saying it in a loving way that I need this time for myself now. I can't help you out right now, maybe in the future, but um, now I have some other plans. And if they get mad, they're going to get mad. And um, when we're changing and when you're on a spiritual journey, you're changing. In fact, I just had this discussion with my husband about some of the changes that I have made create a lot of fear for him because my of my trust and faith in the spiritual journey in God, and that's not exactly where he's at right now. And so people don't understand what you're going through, and when they start to change, they don't like it. And it's and it's okay. It's um, we have to get past the point of people getting angry with us because we're not the same or because we stand up for ourselves and say what we think. Um, as long as we're doing that in the, in the you know, in a loving way. Okay. Um, but we, but we do put our energy out there. You know, if if you assume that there's going to be a hard time about taking time for yourself, that other people are going to be upset with you, then you're also projecting that. Really? Well, listen, I want to ask you, because you vertigo before, the other day I was walking and I was holding on to the banister. And I got to the last step and I fell on my knees. And it it was so strange because I literally was holding on to the banister just to steady myself. And um, I, I don't know what happened, but I know the next thing I know, I was on my knees. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Anaya is talking about. I think that all of yeah. these, all of these things are happening, which are manifesting in either physical problems or med- medical problems or what you see around you, um, because of the energy shift. Um, it's it's making us, I don't know if you want to call it wobbly or overwhelmed or uh, that you don't feel stable. So why, why don't you talk about that a little bit, Anaya? Thanks, Deb. Hi, Jackie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks so much for calling in. I just want to take you back a couple of steps, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. You said before that you feel that the only way to get people to change or to stop um, take trying to take you know your energy is to get angry with them. So you said no, you know angry. Is that right? Did I hear you? Did I hear you correctly? Not to get angry because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm avoiding anger because I don't like anger. I no, really don't. Okay, but did no? I, I hear you. I understand that. But they they that, will get angry if you yes. like begin to change or if you resist. You know that enabling okay. thing. Okay, so can you just go back now and say, and can you say it in this way, that you notice when people, um, when you, people get angry with you when you make choices they don't like. So you bring it back into you. Um, Because we often, what we often do is we put it out there like, well, they get angry if you change. And what we're actually doing is we're kind of putting a, a space between us and taking that energy on board, which is self-responsibility. So here's an example. So let's just say someone wants me to behave in a certain way and that doesn't feel good 
to me any longer. And this has happened to me so many times on the journey, I can tell you. So what I did was, it was one woman in particular who I felt I really did have a lot of affection for. But she, it was always about her. There mm. wasn't any room for me in the relationship. And if we were having a conversation, I might say, oh, wow, you know, this is happening for me. And she'd say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like when I hadn't seen her for many years. And um, I said, I'm a grandmother now. She said, yeah, no, I've said it on Facebook. Now, let me tell you what happened last week. And right there is a prime example. So what I chose to do was I chose to um, send her a lot of love. And say, you know Mm -hmm. what, it's been wonderful seeing you, but I actually have to go because I've got things I need to get done in the next hour. Mm. I gave her a hug and I said, great to see you, and I left. Because what I realized was her responsibility is herself and my responsibility is myself. So in the old days, what I would have done was I would have actually felt hurt about that. And I would have tried and tried and tried to get her to hear what I needed to say. Whereas okay. now I realise I can't get anyone to hear what I need to say. That's entirely their choice. Okay. But I don't have to be around for it. And because you're so empathic and because your energy, oh my gosh, you feel the goosebumps running through me as I'm saying this. And because you have such a loving soul and because you care so deeply, you are 100% correct. It all has to be about you. It all has to be about you. Um, I'd like you to check out the um, Angel's Guidance on my website, which is Mm angellight777.com. Particularly breaking ties with the past. I think this will be helpful for you. The Vertigo... Um, I had a similar experience. I just walked into my daughter's one day. I'd driven the kids home and I walked in with all their stuff, put it on, on the bench, and the earth just shifted. Yes, it happened to me twice. No, yeah. it happened to just me about like, three different times where I know it was like, it was a defining moment. Yes. Yes. So and this and I happened kind of, the day after we had an earthquake here, and it was a very mild earthquake. We don't usually, you know, have earthquakes in this area. And, I, I mean, I was just walking and I knew I was, if, if I had, if I was just walking aimlessly and not paying attention and it happened, I would have said, okay, well, I wasn't paying attention. It was twice where I, I yeah. felt like something shifted. And when I walked and I fell on my knees like I was in prayer mode. Like, you know, when you go to, yep, to um, I like, do. That's just how I fell on my knees. Yeah. And, you know, this is really um, important that we talk about this because what's happening is that in that moment Mm -hmm. we need to, A, stop whatever Mm -hmm. we're doing and just sit down, lie down, whatever we need to do and allow that energy to work within us. Now, I would always say, if anyone is experiencing any kind of physical issue, get yourself checked out. We Mm -hmm. we have human bodies. We need to take care of them as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I was a, I checked, got myself checked out. I rang the home, my daughter rang the home doctor because I couldn't do anything. <clears throat> and it was awful, that just even lying on the floor. <clears throat> you can hear my throat chakra going. Everything just moved. There was nothing stable. It was really scary, actually, to feel so mm-hmm. disconnected um, from everyday things like standing up or my body or the floor. Um, and we could see quite clearly I wasn't having a neurological episode of any kind. That's fine. So we need to stop. Mm-hmm. We need extra rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we're drinking plenty of good quality water, not bottled water. Bottled water is full of chemicals that have leached out of the plastic and these bottles have been sitting in the hot sun on trucks. It's actually dangerous to drink bottled water. So good quality water. Um, Get yourself a water filter. uh, Get some green in your water, some liquid chlorophyll or something like that to bring a lot of alkaline in. It's gentle and it's soothing. And it will help you get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, meditation and prayer, Deb. We use mm-hmm. meditation and prayer in our own lives all the time, don't we? Particularly, particularly yep. prayer for me. Mm-hmm. I I meditate every day. Um, I, I I miss it sometimes, but often it is part of my routine, and I pray every day. I pray every morning. I pray every night, and actually, I say prayers during the day too. I'm always praying. Um, but I, but I think that what you're talking about has been interesting because you and I are getting the same message, but it's being brought to us in our individual ways. And mm-hmm. the me- the message that I've been getting about surrendering is about letting go of the old habits, like you're talking about the patterns, breaking patterns and breaking ties with the past. And it is about that um, to just know that everything is okay, everything's in divine order, uh, that, you know, and my message is that I don't have to work so hard to try to make my career happen, that God will bring that to me, um, and having faith in that, and to just keep letting go and letting go and letting go. And it, it is a, a huge process. And to take time for myself, um, because I, too, with the vertical, I couldn't do anything. I had to lay flat for days. Um, and and then uh, between the sciatica pain, I wasn't sleeping. So I didn't sleep for, for a month um, because of that. And, you know, now I find myself for the past week of you know, sleeping in and I need lots of sleep. And I was very tired. Um, and that, you know, I'm also around at the landscape that has completely changed where I live uh, in the upper keys where there's trees uprooted, brush all over the place. There's debris everywhere. And I was looking around at it thinking, wow, like this is what's going on inside of me is everything is being uprooted. Everything's being uprooted to make room for the new. Yes. Yes, and I'm trying. Well, I'm, well spotted. I'm not really trying to uproot someone, but I am looking for the new. And there's a situation that I have where um, someone is requesting a letter from me so that they can move on. And I just, I just want to know if you think that it's, it's um, a genuine request, 
or are they trying to be manipulative and trick me into giving some giving them something that they just need? Okay, what's your gut response to that right now? Yes, is it or not? I think the person is confused, but I don't trust their no, agenda. No, no, no. Let's no stop, honey. Stop. That's mm-hmm. you thinking. What is your gut or your heart telling you in this situation? Yes or no? Give it yes. Don't give it no. Just go with it. What's it telling you? What's your guidance, your wisdom telling you? That there's a trick at hand. There you go. Now, it's really important. One of the things that we have to, well, we don't have to, (laughs) we have choice, but one of the things that's really important for us to do is connect with our own inner wisdom. We are so used to looking outside ourselves You know, getting readings, going to healers, doctors, looking at ads on TV to tell us what's the best car to drive, what's the nicest handbag to carry, you know, what do we use in the kitchen, what's the best brand of toothpaste to use. We're conditioned over a long period of time, and this has been very important because what it's showing us, balance. Mm -hmm. When we go so far out of balance, as we are, it's not a bad thing. In fact, it's a blessing. Because it's called Mm -hmm. contrast. Now Mm -hmm. we're being called to come back in, come home. Come home to God, creator, the great white light, the, the beautiful benevolence of the incredible love that has created us all. Come home to that. It's in you. You already have it. No one can give it to you or take it away from you. So you don't actually have to live by those rules anymore Jackie and that takes practice and time and willingness mm-hmm. and a lot of gentleness Deb doesn't it a lot of gentleness to allow oh, ourselves to release all of that old way of doing things because we're used to it and we're comfortable with it even if we really don't like it we're actually quite comfortable with it Mhm. yeah mm-hmm. and, and what you're talking about is learning how to listen to your own intuition because we already know everything within us that we need to know. And and it is very easy to keep looking outside of ourselves, which I've written in the books and what you're writing about in your series. It is so easy to mm. keep going to everybody else to tell you, what should I do? What's going on with me? What's wrong with me? Um, what, well, all of these questions. And we already know the answers to all of those questions. So, um, so, Learning how to tune into your intuition and start trusting it is is part of this process, and it isn't easy. I mean, I've been doing this work for three years. I mean, I, this is my job, <laughs> doing this work, and um, I, I'm like on it all 24/7, and and I still uh, bypass my intuition, uh, and so it isn't it isn't easy when you haven't been listening to it all of your life and uh, cultivating that relationship within yourself of, of your knowingness. So um, if you feel that that's a trick, Jackie, then you that's, that's how you feel about it and it's okay. Um, you, don't, you don't have to do it. Uh, you know, you can just ask what is the most loving thing that I can do in this situation, how, how can I see it with the most loving eyes and not fearful eyes? And um, 
see what comes to you. Okay. I mean, I understand okay. that. And, mm-hmm. and not yeah. just just to um, address the issue of, like, not trusting my intuition, it, it took me a long time to realize that each time that I, you know, I sent something, I usually was really correct. But, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just didn't want to be narcissistic. I just felt like... Yes, look, this is, a t- this is very common. I'm not, I, I know I'm talking over you, Jackie, but I want to grab this point. It's so common for us. We're brought up to believe it's selfish to take care of us first. Well, you know what? We need to be more selfish because in being self-loving, self-caring, self-giving, self-supporting... Right. What we really do is we build ourselves up. We shine brighter. We actually help more people because we're helping ourselves first. Instead of the old paradigm where you help everybody else first, you fall in a heap and then you don't tell anyone because, you know, you're supposed to be strong. <laughs> and, and you suffer. Mm-hmm. See, that's the only way of doing it. Time for that to go. Right. <clears throat> right. One of the other things that I wanted to mention when it comes to energy and looking at things on a deeper level, that if you're looking at things or your family or what they want from you and you're saying, oh, my gosh, I just don't want to do this. I want I have problems for myself. Um, uh-huh. And so when you have resistance energetically inside of you, you uh-huh. are then projecting that outside of you and then you're getting resistance back. You are now looking at your own resistance. It's just coming okay. through another person. Uh, does that make sense? It, it could. It mm-hmm. should. But listen. So, and 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 now I'm gonna I'm gonna go outside my personal relationships. I'm talking about those business relationships or those social relationships that you have to deal with in your daily walk. So, you're being kind. And helpful and resourceful, and people will take that or receive it, but they won't reciprocate it. And the more kinder you are to them, the more threatened they are by this kindness. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. that not only the adults, I'm seeing that with a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. Like, what is so hard? Of receiving kindness. Well, um, people have trust issues, <laughs> and um, and you, I also look at things as, am I seeing a part of me, maybe not now, but a younger part of me that didn't trust anyone, and therefore I second guessed when somebody was being kind to me, um, or that I didn't deserve it, or um, that I couldn't accept it because I had trouble with receiving. So I kind of look mm-hmm. at everybody that I'm dealing with as a part of me, um, whether it's my shadow side, a wounded part of me, an ego, a higher self. Um, and I look at it as, well, maybe I'm not seeing myself in that in that person right now, but gosh, 20 years ago I could say that's me. That's the way I acted yeah. because of, of having fear about things about trusting and receiving. And um, and so then it's learning how do I have compassion for that person um, that is in that stage or that season of their life that doesn't know better at the moment. And 
Does it mean that you change, that you keep being your loving self and giving um, as long as you're not taking from yourself? Uh, that, But the more you give yourself, the more you can give. So uh, there are some ways that I try to experience other people um, because it's really easy to start looking at, you know, making discernments or, or judgments and saying, what is that behavior all about? And then usually I take it into myself and say, do I see myself in that sometime in my life over the last 59 years? Is that Have I been that? Um, and usually I always come up with, yeah. <laughs> yes. oh. And, you know, on top of that, on top of that, when we give kindness, it doesn't matter how the other person responds. Mm-mm. We'd like it to matter, but it actually doesn't matter. Because if we give the gift of kindness, it's like a beautiful bird that's been trapped inside of a cage and you let it go and it's able to fly free in the world and live in the world. And it doesn't matter what the other person thinks about it, how they respond. We just simply move on. And this does take practice. It really does. Because it's the weight of expectation that we are carrying when we want someone to behave or receive it in a certain way you know we have expectations about that and that's always about us that's never about them so we don't have expectations of other people to return always about us sorry sorry Jackie what was that yeah I think you said our expectations is always about us yeah Mm -hmm. it is right yeah always so what if you have to work cooperatively Collaborate and in fairness, and and that's considered mm. a group expectation. It's well, it's, you know, so all of, it, it, it it's not easy, but mm. there is a way um, of helping yourself. Look, I've made it free on my website, angellight777.com. If you go to the free gifts, um, there is one way that you can do it. There are many ways, but there's an an energy clearing and shielding technique that you can go and listen to, which actually helps get rid of all that stored energy in your in your aura and helps okay. you close your um, aura off to that kind of energy. And that doesn't mean close, shut it down. It means protect it. Um, look, it's mm-hmm. a, as Deb said, it's a process. And, um, you know, it, you're on your way. You're doing it. Could I ask you another yeah. question? Did you pick triple um, seven? Like, I see triples a lot. But there's one triple number that I'm I'm really curious to understand, and that's 555. And, <laughs> and then when yes. I wanted to see if you could elaborate on that. Yes, I can. Triple five basically means buckle your seatbelt. There are big changes happening. It's time for mm-hmm. you. Time for you to let go of the past. It's time for you to move into that beautiful divinely inspired change which as human beings we often see as difficult because it means a lot of things are going to change at once for you and the triple seven is about being on the right path for you to keep going to know that you are walking the divinely inspired path that you've come to walk and the timing of it doesn't matter because when we stand in the moment that is now and live from the fullness of our being, it spreads in all directions of time. And we will, wow. you know, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. What, about, what about nine? 
nine is always about completion. It's time for things to come to their natural. See, when we get to that point where things need to be completed, we can very easily just say, well, no. Um, I'm not ready to finish or I'm a bit scared to go forward or that person over there won't let me go or I don't know what to do next, so we stay stuck in it. But if we're really ready to change and really willing to trust in that, keep handing it over to God or Jesus or the angels or whatever, creator, just keep handing it over, handing it over. And again, I've got some um, lovely guided experiences on my website that are completely free. You don't even have to sign up for I'm definitely going to go to your website. And they'll help you with that. It's great. And You'll I, love it. I, I do appreciate you oh, taking my you. specific questions. Thank I you, really, Jack. really do. Thank you. Find Thank anybody you, to answer that? They've been they've yeah. been in my head and in my spirit, and I'm like, wait a second, this means something. Mm-hmm. Everything that's happening is for a reason, and I am yeah. ready, and it's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you mm-hmm. are. And call in any time. Mm-hmm. Hey, Deb, call in any time. Yes. With yep. any question. Thank you Thank so you. much. I appreciate it's been it. Thank you. Speaking with you. Lots Thank you. God bless you, Jackie. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. And we have another caller, um, starting with 08. And this is Deb. What is your name? Hi, this is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, Apologize for my voice, but um, I'm actually homesick, um, and I'm just kind of smiling because I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I don't I don't normally get a chance to listen to this because I'm working. And so I feel like it was no accident that I was drawn to hear what you said. There's two important things. Um, One was about how it sounded like Deb, and correct me if I heard you incorrectly, as you are going through your changes on this journey and your transition, your spouse is struggling with those. Um, I'm going through that right now with my husband and it's very painful because this is a person I've been with since I'm 16 years old. And I just crave for him to support me in this next transition of my life. And the mm-hmm. other thing that I loved how you were talking about really projecting our resistance, um, mm-hmm. I hadn't looked at it this way. Um, and I think maybe that's where it is. There's still a piece of me that although I claim I'm not afraid and I want to do this and I want to become the coach I'm meant to be, I really do think that I am projecting that resistance and then it's coming back to bite me, <laughs> so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, but I just wondered, um, is there a, um, a strategy or something that you find, um, I know you say concentrate on yourself, and I hear that, and I understand that at the end of the day, it's ultimately me but I still have that whole mom thing where I'm like, well, I can't really just do what I want. I'm going to break up the family. Um, and I guess that's where my true fear is. So how do I, how do I become who I know that my soul is meant to be while still um, caring for and cherishing the family that I, that I do love? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Um, I know that for the especially the last year and a half, um, I have been really pushed to understand what our relationships are, and uh, that uh, I, I pray a lot and I ask for 
God to make my marriage a holy union. That And I know that it already is because my husband is an amazing teacher. Um, he keeps showing me me. He keeps showing me how I'm showing up, what I'm, what's going on inside of me that I'm not dealing with, like we were talking about, the resistance. Um, and I, I just keep trying to stay in a, a state of love um, for him and really honor him for the walk that he is doing with me, um, although uh, I know that it is very difficult for him because he doesn't understand things yet because he's uh, not walking the spiritual journey the same way as I am. And uh, I just keep... I just keep bringing love to him and telling him how wonderful he is and and um, that he's really rose to this challenge and that he's walking in his fears and some days are better than others uh, and and just try to honor that we chose this relationship together to uh, to work things out and my my thought is I want to pull him up with me. I don't I don't want to lose my marriage either. I want to pull him up with me. And um, the only way that I do that is uh by by loving him and accepting him for where he is in the moment. Um it's almost like I see a reflection of myself of my I'm looking at my ego and my wounds and all their fears. And I'm saying, okay, this is the other side of me, and and it's scared, and it doesn't understand what's happening, and I just need to keep bringing love to this situation. And and at times I've ha- I've like had to take my hands off of our relationship and tell my higher self and God, saying, you know, you please take over for me. You make the decisions. You make what comes out of my mouth, and not my my own fear of losing my relationship. Um, so that's that's what I've done. But at the same time, I keep moving ahead and doing what I need to do to grow. And what I'm in, interested in, I keep pursuing that. I don't stop that. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it is not easy, but I know that this is all part because it's so expanded my ability to love when somebody is maybe not understanding me um, or giving me all of the support that I would like to have or understand what I'm what a spiritual journey is. So it's really mm-hmm. just expanding your ability to love um, in the face of fear. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, before you go. Hi. Hi, it's Anaya speaking. Thank you so much for tuning in. And the really great news is that these all of our programs are available 24-7. You can listen anytime, and we're on iTunes, of course. Um, the thing with your question is, I just want to say thank you for that and for asking it. Because so many people are feeling the same way, and I've been through this myself as well. Uh, I love how you shared, Deb, and and your explanation, your guidance. I feel it's so important what you've shared. And there's one little thing that that 
uh, you will like this too, Jackie, I'm sure of it, um, that I use all the time. I'm currently in a situation where there is great change going on and I am so resistant. I do not want that change at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was up at 4 o'clock this morning worrying about it. Mm -hmm. So what it's helping me to see, and then, of course, I went on to Facebook this morning and Facebook have banned me from sharing in my groups. Huh, this is interesting. So I say to myself, Anaya, what's the bigger message here? So the message is that it's showing me how to be flexible. So instead of going, which I would have done once, oh, no, what am I going to do? That's so unfair, and put it brought right into the drama of it, I simply put a, a Facebook post up asking everyone to please share, to share the angels' messages. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful. And the response has been, oh, my God, phenomenal. Um, particularly to the um, uh, breaking ties with the past messages. Um, mm -hmm. So what I realised, it's about me being flexible, learning to do things in a new way, having the willingness to learn, and my go-to, my, my most treasured go-to is as simple as this. And this is what I did when I woke up and realised I was in a worry, in a worry place. I request a most benevolent outcome for my thoughts and feelings about dot, dot, dot. Thank you. Mm. It's yeah. that simple. And that calls in all the benevolent energy from all around the universe, all that support, the love, the direction, guidance, opportunity, and it, the more that I use this most benevolent outcome request, now, I would like to say I never, ever ask for just all beings. This is a Tom T. Moore from his great book, his great book, The Gentle Way. Now, Tom asks calls on all beings. Personally, I prefer all benevolent beings because I know they come from God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I request a most benevolent outcome for my thoughts and feelings about whatever the situation is. So in your case, Kelly, it may be, I request a most benevolent outcome for my thoughts and feelings around my fears about my relationship and moving forward. Thank you. Jackie, mm -hmm. yours might be, I request a most benevolent outcome for my situation at work. Thank you. See what I mean? It's very simple. Perfect. Very simple. It mm. is perfect. All encompassing. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you, Kelly. Just, I just want to say oh, one of sorry, things. Deb. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for making me feel like I'm not crazy. I feel like my life is just imploding the past few weeks, and I keep mm -hmm. thinking, universe, why are you tossing me upside down? What lesson am I supposed to learn? So mm -hmm. misery loves company. Sorry to use that expression, mm -hmm. but... It's just good to know that, that I'm just not alone right now because I'm starting no, to think, not. oh my goodness, could one more thing just happen? <laughs> no, so I think it's being felt energetically all over. Mm. It's, my last and show was called The Beautiful Man. <laughs> so listen to it. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Okay. It's on Angel Light, sorry, angelheartradio.com. But hang on, the universe isn't throwing anything at you. Right. This okay. is the thing. We we need to step out of that. 
the angels are showing me because again it puts us into a victim mode oh the universe is throwing this at me this is something else I've got to deal with so instead of um, the universe is throwing this at me it might be something as simple which I use oh, for some reason that I can't explain to myself my soul is choosing this at the moment so therefore mm-hmm. I'm ready for it even though I might not feel like I am Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Thanks for calling in, Kelly. It was wonderful. And yes, you can catch up our other shows um, in uh, Blog Talk Radio under Angel Heart Radio anytime you want. But it was it was uh, blessings to you, and I hope you feel better. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You. Oh, you, you too. too. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. You know, one oh, of the things that I, I, yeah, I know, I know, great questions, uh, which bring out some more for us to talk about. And one of the things that is huge for me is to help other people feel like they are not crazy what they're going through, um, because that's what I would do, you know, at first myself, is that I didn't really have a big support system, and it was Jesus, uh, which is, you know, huge support system but I didn't really have <laughs> right on the outside yeah to you know to say hey what you're going through is it's okay you know um, I needed some more reassurance and one of the things that I did want to touch on because we only have seven minutes left is that I had wrote deliciously divine and human we are this and what you're talking about Anaya in your series is that there is absolutely nothing wrong with this mixture. And um, there is a lot of pressure, and I believe it comes from the will, our ego, believing that we're doing things fast enough because our soul or spirit believes that everything is just fine. We're exactly where we're supposed to be um, any moment of the day, every day, that um, we're supposed to be someplace else. But we get this, energy that you're talking about Anaya that makes me feel like I have to be here I have to accomplish this and I have to do that and believe me I've been through it and for the last two months it has been a huge lesson of surrender saying no that is not right you don't make your career Deb we do this we bring this to you and you need to stop taking the this pressure off of yourself and um and being spending more time balancing your energy. So uh I know Anaya that that kind of goes along with everything that you're saying uh is that there's absolutely nothing wrong with who we are, where we are and um that even though we have this internal pressure it, it's not coming from our soul. It's not coming from our spirit. You still there, Anaya? Oh, sorry. I had myself on mute because I was posting. <laughs> um, okay. It's so true because, yeah, we have this, with this, as you say, this um, pre-programmed, it seems to be a pre-programmed idea, yet what the angels are showing to me is it actually isn't pre-programmed. It's part of the the beautiful opportunity that we've chosen again this part five of breaking ties with the past keeps blowing my mind in all these directions and everything Mm -hmm. you've just said is mentioned in that um in that beautiful 
sharing that they've given. And I, I'd like to remind people, your breath is so important. When we get stressed, we hold on to our breath. Part of what mm-hmm. they've had to say, Deb, is as, so they're saying, you are not alone, there is mm-hmm. nothing wrong. As the breath you draw in supports your body systems, the filter of your heart will extract more and more for you to contemplate and consider as you move deeper into this process and allow yourself to set aside the hurry, the push, the stress and the strain of your current expectations and ways of believing you must live in and of the world around you. Mm-hmm. Then, your garden of delight flowers more and more fully. Each and every bloom, each and every petal, each and every vein and each and every leaf, revealing its knowledge and capacity for your own self-love to blossom. Its growth, abundant. Its source, more fully realized, more easily experienced, more ready available to you consciously. That's just a part of that. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, and it is so true. And that's the same message I'm getting um, in a different way. Uh, Yeah, and these are just amazing messages to, to let people know to start taking the pressure off because inside of me yeah. I'm going I should I should be doing this no I shouldn't be doing that and um or or I need to be here instead of there and what about this and 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 really there's nothing wrong with us we don't have to it's just accepting where you are right at the moment and you know and in my book it, I got the same type of message is we are we're like a flower and my problem is i keep staring at it wanting it to bloom instead of looking at it (laughs) to seedling and looking at the joy of the journey as the seedling you know turns into the bloom that it is just as important the uh the seedling to the bloom as it is the bloom and learning how to uh, let things unfold as they're supposed to rather than forcing them as if something is like you're being held back or blocked or something like that. So uh, you and I are definitely getting the same messages and um, it's amazing and it's just lovely. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're down to a minute 45 already. How does that happen every time? <laughs> I don't know. We could talk about this forever. Um, so, yeah. um, why don't you take a minute to talk about your next show, um, and let people know how to find you. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. Um, I would like to say to you, Deb, before we go, um, you know, we really didn't get a chance to talk about as much of the actual symptoms as, you know, we thought we might. So maybe we can come back and do another show together on it to help people with oh. that as well. Awesome. Yes, mm. I, I would love like to Kelly do that. Because you know, thinking that they're going crazy. So um, right. this, this weekend, so it'll be the day after tomorrow, we've got the Ascended Master Series coming up. Um, we're coming down now to the last episode, which will be in December, which will be Jesus. This week, it's Padre Pio. It's going to be such an amazing program. I do, you know, the... Uh, um, 
Angel Life Hour with Lisa Ellis and Trudy Griswold. I do special programs as well where I have invited guests. Um, but it's really my work on angellight777.com that's taking my focus at the moment uh, because the angels are really encouraging me to share a lot there right now. Thanks, Deb. Oh, that's great. And and the messages that are coming are awesome. So don't stop. They really are. <laughs> and if you can find them. <laughs> no, I'm really dedicated. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad because they're wonderful. And if you um, find another date where we can talk some more about symptomology, then um, I'm there with you. Yeah, and just let me know. I'll be there. Okay. I, uh, in closing... I just want to say I feel so honored and blessed, especially having you on uh, Anaya and creating this sacred, beautiful space for us to talk about all of these things. Um, it's such a privilege to b- bring our listeners, all of the inspirational um, hosts, to uh, the radio show. And everyone that I get to interview has brought so much love and wisdom to it, and I'm, I'm just so thankful. In doubt... Never underestimate the power of prayer. You are being listened to and heard throughout the universe, and it always responds with infinite and eternal love. Remember to go inside and listen through your heart for the whispers of heaven. God bless you, and I love you. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on, and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on, and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.